following program is rated MALSV. It contains strong language, sexual situations, and violence. It is intended only for mature audiences. Finally, show with the balls to call it like it is. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Countdown to audio torture. The Rated R Safety Show starts in three, two, one. Ah, let the eardrum pain begin. Forget the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, it doesn't matter who the host is. Well, 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 it does not matter who the host is. Apparently, we are some level of a violent show, so I guess we had to give you the warning. Uh, anyways, today is Tuesday, February the 8th of 2022, day 39th of the year, and only 326 six days left to go. I hope that you had a fantastic overnight and everything was cool and smooth and everything you wanted it to be. Um, anyways, we are broadcasting live from the Safety FM studios in Orlando, Florida and coming across the, the multiverse of Safety FM. I almost said the safety multiverse, which that would have been fun. Um, and we are also broadcasting with our friends and colleagues at that other place that we do a lot of stuff with. Yes, we are also hanging out with our friends at Radio Big. So there you go. Um, So a lot of stuff going on in the overnight things are going. So that means we have time to start moving. So that's definitely what's going to happen. Anyways, if you're new to the show, kind of let me give you the lay of the land because it's important on how this whole thing works. We talk about what's going on inside of the world of safety in the news. Some people get happy. Some people get sad. Some people are just going, what the hell is going on? Which I get some of that as well. Um, so we'll talk about that stuff. We'll bring in some professional broadcasters throughout listen to me, throughout the show that will talk to you about some things that are going on. We're going to be testing some new things here today. Um, so if you have been here before, it might sound a little bit different um, than what you're accustomed to, but we'll get into that here over the next few moments or so. Anyway, so let's start talking about what was trending, because I think that those things are always important. Uh, so us to talk about this real quick. Uh, Lovey Smith was trending on Monday uh, because, well, there's something new going on with him. We'll talk about that a little bit later. Um, hashtag signs that you might be an adult circulated on Twitter yesterday. Tweets included you're old enough to know um, to know what to do every, um, every time that you want to do something or what to do exactly when you're tired. Uh, you keep a cardboard box because... You you're really good with a box. Um, you have you make your own doctor's appointments, uh, and you want to be a kid again. So these are all good signs that you might be an adult. Um, Leslie Jones landed on Twitter's top ten trends on Monday. So just so you know that as well. And Lids was trending after revealing the top selling NFL jersey by players and team on each state. So there you go. That was all trending yesterday. Let's talk about what was some of the chart toppers that were going around and about according to iTunes and Spotify real quick. So taking it from the very top at number five, according to iTunes, was Elton John and Dua Lipa with Cold Heart. I think Dua Lipa's concert starts to tour starts tomorrow there in um, starting off in Miami, but I'm sure we can talk about that at some later time. Uh, the kid in Justin Bieber would stay at number four. Little Nas X, that's what I want. At number three, at number two was Gail with ABC, D-E-F-U. 
At number one was glass animals with heat waves. So there you go. That is what was going on. A matter of fact, I mixed that up. I gave that to you. And actually, I gave you the Spotify one, even though I said iTunes. So there you go. Going to um, iTunes, it was uh, Elton John and Dua Lipa with Cold Heart. At number four was Jessica Darrow with Surface Pressure. At number three was Katie Nicole in Jesus' name, God of Possible. Um, at number two was Encanto Soundtrack, according to iTunes, but we don't talk about Bruno. And at the number one spot, according to iTunes, was Nicki Minaj and Little Baby with um, Do We Have a Problem? So there you go. I guess a lot of stuff going on and around and all that kind of fun stuff as it circulates moves and grooves and everything else that you can fathom inside of there for sure. Anyways, I think it's time for us to get moving and grooving. We can get you to the peeps at Feature Story News because I think that that's going to be important for what we're trying to circulate around here. So let's get that started right now with our friends at Feature Story. Well, Feature Story News for sure. Here is the news on the Rising Star Safety Show. From Feature Story News in London, I'm Oli Barrett. French President Emmanuel Macron's in Kiev and then Berlin for Ukraine talks after crunch discussions in Moscow with Vladimir Putin. Macron says the days ahead will be crucial in de-escalating tensions. UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson says Britain's considering deploying RAF fighters and Navy warships to the region. Boris Johnson's currently resisting calls to apologise for incorrect claims about Labour leader Keir Starmer, who was surrounded by a mob in Westminster. The group shouted at Keir Starmer about sex offender Jimmy Savile after false comments the Prime Minister made in the House of Commons last week. Boris Johnson has since clarified his position but hasn't apologised. A number of his Conservative MPs are calling for him to do so. But Cabinet Minister Chris Philp says he doesn't believe Boris Johnson's to blame for the actions of a mob outside Parliament. I don't think you can make that link for a couple of reasons. Firstly, some of the people involved in that harassment and intimidation, which was totally unacceptable, it has no place in a democracy. Some of those people uh, have been doing that over a period of time to other public figures. And I've, I've watched the whole clip of the harassment and intimidation that happened. And they were mostly talking, for some reason that I don't understand, they were mostly talking about Julian Assange, they were talking about Covid. The US and Japan have agreed a deal to ease steel tariffs imposed under former President Donald Trump. Phoebe Amoroso reports from Tokyo. The agreement will come into effect on April the 1st. It will allow up to 1.25 million metric tonnes of steel to enter the US from Japan each year without an additional 25% tariff. That's equivalent to the average amount of Japanese steel imported into the US in 2018 and 2019. The move comes as the Biden administration works towards rebuilding alliances that have been strained by Trump-era policies. However, a 10% additional tariff on aluminium, which was introduced under the Trump administration, will remain in place. Japan has welcomed the progress so far, but said it will continue to seek a full resolution to the issue. Both the US and Japan are seeking to step up their economic cooperation. A meeting between their economic ministers is expected to take place later this year. South Korea's Hyundai Motors is facing backlash in India after the company's Pakistan unit tweeted in solidarity with the people of Kashmir. Ishan Gurg reports from New Delhi. Boycott Hyundai is now trending on Twitter in India, and many say they are cancelling their car orders in protest against Hyundai. Critics say Hyundai should not function in India if it does not see Kashmir as an integral part of the country. 
The cardmaker has since issued a statement saying that it supports the nationalistic sentiments and condemns its Pakistan-based unit. Hyundai is India's second-largest car seller and the largest car exporter. There are concerns that the share prices of its parent company in Korea may be hit due to this controversy. From bureaus worldwide, this is FSN. With FSN Spotlight, I'm Simon Marks, looking in more depth today at the protest by Canadian truckers that has brought a large section of the capital, Ottawa, to a standstill. The mayor on Monday declared a state of emergency, warning that he worries someone is going to get killed or seriously injured as a result of protests that have inflamed passions over COVID-19 vaccine mandates and lockdowns. Former US President Donald Trump is among those supporting the truckers, who are essentially besieging the Parliament building in Ottawa. Marika Walsh is a political reporter for the Globe and Mail newspaper there. The way out of this is unclear. One former police chief said that the police may need to make this a lot more difficult for truckers and a lot less fun. You know, essentially make sure they're not having fun. Essentially smoke them out. Make sure they're not really able to access public washrooms or you know, why are the police not stopping them from refueling their trucks? There's literally uh, unsafe transport of jerry cans of lots of fuel to get to these trucks. And so there are there is debate around how hardline the police can be. They say they will be much more hardline going forward. Yesterday, truckers were still being allowed to refuel their vehicles from jerry cans. The Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau has called the protests an insult to truth and has so far refused to meet any of the truckers taking part. With FSN Spotlight, I'm Simon Marks. To recap the top stories, Emmanuel Macron's in Kiev and then Berlin for Ukraine talks after discussions in Moscow. Boris Johnson's resisting calls to apologise for incorrect claims about Keir Starmer, who was surrounded by a mob in Westminster. The US and Japan have agreed a deal to ease steel tariffs. And Hyundai is facing a backlash in India after its Pakistan-based unit tweeted in solidarity with the people of Kashmir. That's the latest Feature Story News. Ollie Barrett reporting. This show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Do you have a claim and not sure where to turn? Coastal Claim Consultants are professionally licensed and bonded public insurance adjusters employed exclusively by you, the policyholder, to represent you after sustaining an insured loss. They assist policyholders in all aspects of processing the claim, working closely with the insured to provide the most equitable and timely settlement possible. They will provide you with comprehensive service, anything from inspecting the law site, analyzing damages, compiling claim support data, reviewing applicable coverages, assessing replacement costs of damages, and negotiating your settlement. The adjusters at Coastal Claim Consultants will evaluate your claim for no upfront cost whatsoever. Coastal Claim Consultants' fee is based on contingency contracts and are paid when the insurance company sends you a check and it's in your possession. Coastal Claim Consultants are licensed to assist you in the following states. Florida, Texas, Oklahoma, Georgia, and South Carolina. Carolina. For more information, go to coastal-cc.com. That's coastal-cc.com for more information. Lighting the way to recovery. Coastal Claim Consultants. People been saying to your friend, get a different face. And posting on their feed, they're super ugly. Say to them online are cruel and they're not true. So tell your friends. 
online, you can be a witness and make a difference by letting the world know it isn't cool and by letting your friend know you care. Learn more at eyewitnessbullying.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Keyboard Cat, Hamilton the Pug, and Toast Meets World. These are some of the Internet's most beloved pets. And they all have one thing in common. Their stories started in a shelter. Start your story. Adopt a dog or cat today. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Training that pet to play the keyboard, that's optional. Start a story. Adopt a shelter or rescue pet today. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. Allison is perfect. I mean, she'd never tell you that. She's humble and perfect. She likes everyone. She even likes her untidy roommate's weird guinea pig. Allison, wait, are you texting and driving? Allison, no. That's the exact opposite of what I was just saying about you. Why, Allison? Why? Texting and driving makes good people look bad. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. We are live outside the home of Joe and Rosie Goddard, where a pretty big tickle fight broke out just minutes ago. Sources say their father instigated the laughter. Let's go inside for a comment. (laughs) Apparently, they have no comment. Dads, let this be a reminder that it only takes a moment to make a moment. Call 877-4DAD411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Listen to our host of the Rated R Safety Show. Self-implode on our airwaves only on Safety FM. Oh, you just make the self-imploding sound so dirty. Anyways, 15 minutes past the top of the hour as we are hanging out on this lovely Tuesday. I hope you have something fantastic scheduled for today. At least I hope so. Anyway, so let's start getting into it. Start talking about what is going on inside of the world. The Bridges Rebellion. Early Monday afternoon, photos began circulating of truck vehicles parked at the Ambassador's Bridge that connects Canada and Detroit. Significantly delaying travel into Canada. It is the busiest commercial land border in North America and one of the in one fourth of all trade between, well, the U.S. and Canada. So as it gets more intensified as we keep on hearing more and more about what is going on with, you know, the trucking stuff, that is for sure. Um, in New York City, early afternoon, similar protests attempted to shut down the Brooklyn Bridge in New York City. The protest consisted of firefighters, police, EMS, and other municipal workers. Many are facing termination of employment by the end of the week if New York City vaccine mandate for city employees remains in effect. Meanwhile, in Ottawa, the Ottawa police have desperately tried to to kneecap the trucker's convoy parked through the downtown, but um, are no match to the to the saving protesters uh, that are, you know, coming in. By Sunday evening, the police started ceasing any gas canisters that um, trucks and vehicles were using, notably without presenting warrants or court dates or court orders for that fact. Uh, worse, um, they promised to arrest anyone trying to replenish the supplies on Twitter. They declared anyone attempting to bring materials, su- support, gas, etc., um, to demonstrate that they could be arrested and enforcement is underway. But wait, that's when protesters doubled down and started handing out, uh, handing out gas cans, empty or otherwise, to everyone to carry around, um, making it 
essentially impossible to greatly uh, to greatly know who has it because they're significantly outnumbered. Meanwhile, a judge in Iowa has declared that honking is now illegal since the protest began. Truckers have been sitting in their um, sitting in their vehicles, you know, honking their horn to literally make noise and let the presence be known in a playful expression of civil disobedience. Worth noting, the measure is just a ploy to give the police the grounds to arrest people. Okay, maybe that's not the truth, but just a lot of stuff to think about. Some aptly, uh, some some of these people um, think that this stuff is just straight crazy, straight crazy uh, about what is actually going on inside of there. So, financial support to the truckers continues as Christian fundraising platform Give Send Go in less than three days, more than five million dollars has been raised, and it took more than two weeks for the truckers to raise ten million dollars on GoFundMe, which began the process of refunding all donors after being pressured by the Canadian government so there you go a lot of stuff a lot of stuff a lot of stuff going on inside of there so here's what we got i mean just all kinds of weird things going on inside of the world um that is for sure so let's talk a little bit more about some other things uh a gary police officer is in stable condition after being shot while responding to a call authorities say that the incident happened yesterday while sergeant william Fasiska was patrolling the area on 4th Avenue in Lincoln Street. The officer observed a vehicle strike another vehicle, and then when he engaged, which is activating his lights to see what was going on, to render aid or whatever needs to be ha- whatever needs to happen, the individuals opened fire on him. So that's what's going on down in the streets right now as we're talking about Gary, Indiana. Not something that you would expect normally, but something out of the ordinary to talk about. Also in some other things going on inside of the world, Fitzgerald blasts judge ruling on mass mandates for schools. Chicago, Illinois' governor is blasting um, a downstate judge order that disrupted his mass mandates in school. The governor said that the ruling is out of step and that the vast majority of legal analysis in Illinois across the nation. Most importantly, it constrains the ability of the named school districts to maintain safe in-person learning requirements. So the governor's comments yesterday came the same day they, that he um, that he filed a notice to appeal um, what it was had been said in Saginaw County. Uh, the judge temporary restraining order that bans mass requirements in numerous school districts across the state. So a lot of stuff going on inside of there as we are talking and all that kind of fun stuff. So I don't know. It's just it, it's just mind-boggling to me as we start talking about what exactly is going on inside of the world here. So I don't know if you heard about this one, but let's talk about it. Alabama district map allowed for 2022. The Supreme Court is allowing a newly drawn Alabama state district map to stay in place for the 2022 election. Mike Russia has more information. The Supreme Court has put on hold a lower court ruling that Alabama must redraw new congressional districts before the 2022 elections by a 5-4 vote with Chief Justice John Roberts joining his more liberal colleagues in dissent. The high court said a lower court acted too close to the 2022 election cycle. In a unanimous ruling in late January, a three-judge panel said Alabama's Republican-controlled legislature had likely violated the federal voting rights act 
Although more than a quarter of Alabama's population is black, the new map has just one majority black district. I'm Mike Gracia. So here you go. I think we're going to have a lot of information circulating the closer that we get to the election time and things that are going on. Anyways, let's talk about some other news. Alternative uh, alternative video streaming platform Rumble is capitalizing on Joe Rogan's controversy over on Spotify. They have published an open letter saying that they've signed him um, for a four-year, $100 million deal if he moved his entire content library over to their site. Worth noting, while lucrative, it is likely uh, Rogan is making more than more than that over at Spotify. So think, take a look at this. We are already seeing conversations that people are saying, listen, if Rogan's about to get the boot from Spotify, there is a chance that he can move over to another platform with no problem. As you are aware, there has been some controversy going on over the weekend, um, especially with some added footage about some things that are going on with Joe Rogan over a span of 11 years of some things that he said, um, which um, were considered racially insensitive, but he even made an apology video based on some of the information that was out there of what was going on. So let's continue talking about some other things that are going on inside of the world. Organizers, Olympic athletes trapped in COVID isolation. Olympic organizers say that 32 athletes are currently being held in isolation at the Beijing Winter Games after testing positive for COVID. Mike Bowers has more information. And that average stay in a so-called isolation chamber is reportedly seven days. Those numbers will put pressure on the International Olympic Committee as it tries to balance competing demands of athletes desperate to train and compete and their Chinese hosts determined to stop the games from being a super spreader event. There's been a chorus of complaints from teams and tear-filled social media posts from competitors about the conditions in the special isolation hotels with athletes locked away in small rooms with intermittent Wi-Fi, fed substandard food and prevented from training. I'm Mike Bauer. So what exactly is considered a substandard food? I would definitely like to have a better understanding on what exactly that means and what are the hotels looking like? Maybe that's some other information that we should start discussing um, after um, taking a look around on some of the things that are going on. So anyways, let's continue talking about some other things. I think it's time for us to bring in some Johnny Smalls and him tell us what exactly is going on with the market beat. Here's your Market Beat Minute for Tuesday, February 8th, 2022. Equities rebounded last week, and it looks like they might keep moving higher. The move was aided by expansionary economic data and earnings, but there are still risks for the market. The NFP report was surprisingly strong and coupled with robust wage increases that should give additional impetus to the FOMC. The chatter now is to expect a 50 basis point rate hike in March, and even more aggressive rate hikes later in the year. This week will be all about the CPI data. The earnings season is still underway, but there will be few surprises now, with more than 50% of the S&P 500 already reported. The CPI is expected to expand, but at a slower rate than the previous month. But there is a risk the year-over-year figures could be hot and provide even more reason for the Fed to hike rates. In that scenario, an overly aggressive Fed could cause the economy to stall. You can get the inside track from Wall Street's brightest minds delivered directly to your inbox every day at MarketBeatMinute.com. Okay, thank you, Johnny Smalls, for that one. In regards to letting us know what is going on inside of the market beat, it is 24 minutes past the top of the hour as you and I are hanging out and doing the things that we get to do. So let's um, talk about the COVID dam is breaking. New Jersey governor um, has announced that the school mask mandate will actively um, be phased out in the coming weeks after um, and terminated 
by March the 7th. Oregon, the health and authority has announced that the indoor mask mandate and school mask mandate will end on March the 31st, if not sooner, depending on hospitalization rates. Uh, but since the beginning, they don't say the objectivity of any kind of the hospitalization rates that they need to have to in order to appeal. Uh, Delaware, the governor said that they has announced the blanket indoor mask policy ends on Friday, February the 11th. The school mask mandate ends on March the 31st. And yes, those are at least in danger of getting sick from COVID. will wear masks longer and then any than everyone else, just in case. Um, Connecticut, the governor has announced that their blanket mask mandate will end on February the 28th. California Part 1, the universal indoor mask mandate will end on February the 15th, but continue, but counties will still have the option to require it on their own. Those without vaccination against COVID will still have to wear a mask. No word yet of the enforcement mechanism that will take place statewide. California Part 2, Democratic um, Representative Ted Leo, CA33, notes on Twitter, health officials must factor in the the natural immunity, not just vaccine rates, in considering the lifting of COVID restrictions. On the planet of... (laughs) <laughs> on the planet of CNN, when tells tells Wolf um, Blitzer that um, it's time to, to shift from government-imposed requirements to individualized decision regarding masking. In hospitalization counts, political reports that the task force, the task force um, has been uh, created by the White House and is working with hospitals nationwide to improve COVID-19 reporting. One researcher tells Politico that the task has a, the very difficult task of determining if someone in the hospital for COVID or with COVID. The distinction that, that has not been largely dismissed for nearly two years now. So, there you go. A lot of stuff going on um, inside of that world as we are talking. Um, so this um, this is going to be all groundbreaking for President Biden to declare victory over COVID during his March 1st State of the Union address. We'll have to take a look at that and see exactly how that goes because it's going to be some exciting times as we are talking inside of this world. You are listening to a radio god. What? This has to be an error. That host is not a radio god. Anyways, this is the Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Okay, so there you go. Some great information going on and about and all of that kind of stuff. So rally at the state capitol on protest and Tudoring out the Utah Lake. So take a listen to this. Activists are trying to increase awareness about the dredge of the Utah Lake into form of dozens of islands using the material. BYU biology professor Jerry Johnson among the dozens of protesters who rally in the state capitol yesterday. It's still really unclear how such aggressive human intervention uh, would do something that would restore something to a natural state. Okay, so the protesters opposed the plan to to move forward with the lake restoration solution. The company would help pay for the dredging uh, and the restoration of developing the islands that could be used for recreation, housing, and other purposes. Activists um, say that the lake should be left as it is in the environmental and cultural reasons. Uh, The Timbonian National Chief Executive Mary Murdoch Myers, wow, that's a triple M there, says that she has been in touch with the planners that are working on the Utah Lake Project. He assures me they are concerned with restoring the lake, but restoration means to put it back like it was. 
That's exactly what restoration means. I'm glad that we had that discussion right now as we are talking. So let's talk about this real quick. I know it's kind of a weird thing to talk from a national version, but let's talk about this because this is something that we need to talk about because we are national and around the world on Safety FM and Radio Big. So let's talk about this real quick, even though it is affecting the Rye Brook area in New York. There have been numerous sightings of bobcats around Rye Brook over the past few weeks. One neighborhood says that his doorbell camera caught the images of a pretty big one and that, that's putting it um that's putting everyone you know on edge to me it looked like a tiger literally oh my god i never see a bobcat for real yeah i walked outside last night with a bat i don't know what i thought i was going to do with it but i was ready for something <laughs> Well, I don't know what the guy was ready for, but it definitely sounds like he was ready to do something. But can you imagine all of a sudden you get a phone call, you're at your work environment and say, hey, I um, might have some issues coming to work because there's a bobcat that's hanging out. So let's talk a little bit more about this. Police are now patrolling around the uh, patrolling around the Rocking Horse Trail in County um, County Ridge Drive where their animals have been spotted. Rybrook Chief of Police Greg Austin is warning residents to watch their small pets um, to keep their pet food in side and if they encounter a bobcat to make a lot of noise because the animals do not like that and they usually run away animal lovers say that it's not unusual to see bobcats around the westchester time of this year right book police uh, police chief austin has also had some advice for town residents who want to steer clear from the bobcats people should uh, you know keep the garage doors closes not leave uh, pet food outside they run away if there's noise so if you, if you, if you encounter it make yourself tall make a lot of noise i don't know about you know what exactly i'm going to be doing if i do see a a bobcat you know what i'm saying i know that that's a pretty big um issue that we have out in this area uh in regards of where i live but it's just one of those things how is that affecting nationally well that's probably maybe a question that you should probably be asking for us to hang out and figure out together anyway so let's go ahead and move forward and it's time to start talking about our favorite section of the show and that's definitely going to be the main story here is our main story on the rated r safety show so there you go 31 minutes past the top of the hour as we are hanging and banging and moving and grooving and talking a little bit about everything that is going on inside of this lovely world of ours anyway so the question always comes about the question always comes and the people always ask and we normally have to try to figure it out together is there a root cause yes a root cause to every issue that occurs is there a root cause to every problem inside of your organization is there a root cause to everything that goes right that goes wrong inside of your org think about that for a moment How often, when you're actually doing any kind of investigation, is it that we are looking for one thing in particular? And what is that one thing that we're looking for? Root cause. So, I mean, think about it. It's so often that we do investigations with that in mind. It's not a learning scenario. It is a scenario to find out what is the root cause that is going on inside of the world for us to be able to move forward. Think about it. I don't think I'm asking, I'm saying anything that's unrealistic. I think that it's something that's very common for us to have a discussion where we turn around and go, okay, once we have figured out the ruse cause, we kind of have done our investigation. We already know that this one thing um, seems to be um, 
helpful, but it really isn't. Why root cause analysis seems to be helpful, but it's not, I don't know. I, that's the thing. Part of the struggle is that we all share in doing investigations and event learning activities better into constant pressure to identify what is the root cause of the accident. I mean, think about it real quick. Think about any time that you've had the scenario where that root cause word comes about. And there are trainings that are available that talk about incident investigation, accident investigation that only surround themselves based on that. And I want you to think about this. And I know that this is going to be one of these portions that people are not going to love. But think about the limitation on some of these pre-printed forms. Think about the limitation on some of the software that's out there that tells you, hey, this is how you do a in, you do an investigation using root cause. It doesn't give you the, the opportunity to learn. It doesn't give you the opportunity to move forward and say, okay, we can do X, Y, and Z. It only normally gives you information for you to go, once I have found the root cause, there is nothing more to move forward from. Does that make sense? I mean, I hope it does. If not, I'm kind of talking in circles here. But in time, most of the times, root cause analysis just boils down to that. And sadly, there's never one root cause. And if, because I mean, if you think about it, if you had only one root cause, once you removed it, you know, everything would be fixed. And unfortunately, um, bad things will continue to happen. Many small and contextual factors do um, play a factor into the whole thing. It's a little bit more complex than what people think. It's so complex that bad outcomes will continue to occur as a result inside of your operation. I mean, it's not one of those things that all of a sudden when you discover the root cause and all of a sudden if this is the problem and you remove it, all of a sudden everything will be saved. Sorry, not being a dick this morning, but just being realistic with you. Some programs believe that that will be the end all. Some programs believe that this will be the, the, the fix-it Felix to the Wreck-It Ralph that's out there. Unfortunately, that is not the case. And people will get frustrated because if you have that old mindset when it comes to the world of safety, you'll think about this and go, oh, no, every event has a root cause. So let's simplify this for a moment. Let's say, for instance, you thought Bobby was the problem. He was the root cause to the issue that was going on inside of your organization. All of a sudden, you have removed Bobby from the issue. You have removed Bobby from your org, and all of a sudden, that same issue still occurs. Well, during your root cause analysis, you determined that Bobby was the problem. And guess what? The issue's still there, so Bobby was not the problem. Let's say that you continue down the path and you go, maybe Bobby wasn't the problem. You had a root cause that there was a gap in training. This was not trained properly. This was not taught properly. And all of a sudden, you start teaching it in a format that you deem acceptable. And all of a sudden, the problem occurs again. Well, have you really determined the root cause? I think from a whole standpoint of us wanting to be, um, you know, humanizing things, we want to make things as simple as possible. But unfortunately, even though we want to make it simple, 
it doesn't always work. It doesn't work the way that we want. Every contextual factor that we don't discuss to support the idea of root cause could be a vital piece of information needed to to point to the organization towards getting better. Think about it for a moment. If you really think about that and put that in some level of context and take the emotional of the emotional side out of the whole thing, you might see a different aspect of it. And unfortunately or fortunately, depending on where you stand, sometimes you'll take a look at these things and go, oh, that makes sense. But then at some other portions, you'll take a look at this and go, hmm, I can't agree with some of this, but I don't know if I can verbalize it because it's all I know. Now, think about that. That's a lot to go forward with. Anyways, you're listening to the Rated R Safety Show exclusively on RadioBig.fm and SafetyFM.com. We'll be back right after this. Oops! What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. These days it can be hard to find and hire the right candidates for your small business. That's why LinkedIn Jobs made it easier to find the people that you want to talk to faster and for free. I have to tell you, even before they ever became a sponsor here on Safety FM, we have used LinkedIn Jobs to help find the people that we have here on Safety FM. It's an easy service to use. Create a free job post in minutes on LinkedIn Jobs to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 770 million people. Focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience and use screening questions to get your role in front of only the most qualified candidates. Then use the simple tools on LinkedIn Jobs to quickly filter and prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Did you know that every week nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash safety FM. That's linkedin.com slash safety FM to post your job for free. Terms and conditions do apply. And don't forget to mention the JI sent you. Keyboard Cat, Hamilton the Pug, and Toast Meets World. These are some of the internet's most beloved pets. And they all have one thing in common. Their stories started in a shelter. Start your story. Adopt a dog or cat today. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Training that pet to play the keyboard, that's optional. Start a story. Adopt a shelter or rescue pet today. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. Okay, what are you wearing right now? Nothing. That's right. So mommy's going to teach you how to dress yourself. Underwear always comes first. Name tag at the back, then pants, then shirt. Get the first button in the right hole or you have to start all over. Socks going first, then shoes right on right, left on left. With shoelaces, just take the ends, cross them over, switch the loops. The rabbit goes down the hole, pull tight, and you left with bunny ears. Got it? Why are your pants on your head? Most parenting is hard to do in just two minutes. 
two minutes twice a day making sure they brush their teeth is easier, and it could help save them from a lifetime of tooth pain. Visit 2min2x.org to find out more. A message from the Partnership for Healthy Mouths, Healthy Lives, and the Ag Council. How's it going? I'm having a stroke. Are you going to shake my hand? I'm having a stroke. Wow, you're not even moving your arm. I'm having a stroke. When someone is having a stroke, they may not be able to say it with words, but their body language will tell you loud and clear. Look for FAST, F, face drooping, A, arm weakness, S, speech difficulty, T, time to call 911 immediately. Know the sudden signs. Spot a stroke fast. Visit strokeassociation.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. The storks are bringing me a baby brother. We can do this together. All right, let's go. Storks know how to keep kids safe. Do you? What? Oh, my gosh, you don't know. <gasps> I know. You don't. <laughs> oh, man, you laugh when you're uncomfortable. <laughs> no. Making sure your child is in the right car seat is one of the steps to safer travel. I will rock this. You will rock this. To know for sure that your child is in the right car seat for their age and size, visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. Cool, cool, cool. Very cool, very cool. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Hey, are you tired of hanging around and talking about safety in a boring kind of format? Well, I got something for you. If you haven't hung out with us yet at safetyfm.com, I'm going to encourage you to do so. Yeah, if you come out to Safety FM, you can come hang out with all kinds of safety professionals. Some are safety professionals. Some are just people that are talking about safety. But we want to do it in a format that makes it fun and entertaining. If you're kind of trying to figure out what the FM portion is, well, we're a radio station and also a podcast network. You can come out, hang out, listen to my show, The Jay Allen Show. You can listen to Todd Conklin with a pre accident investigation blaine j hoffman with the safety pro the hop nerd sam goodman just to name a few on what could be found on the station different things for different people trying to bring safety in an entertaining form safetyfm.com go to the website download the app and carry it with you all day long safetyfm.com we'll be waiting for you Okay, there you go. 42 minutes past the top of the hour. This is Wasn't Even Close by Velveteen and Ashton Turr. This song's readily available on Spotify and iTunes. Well, thank you for Velveteen for allowing us to play this here on the Rated I Safety Show. Yeah, because that's important. So there you go, there you go, hanging and banging first thing this morning as we are hanging out on this lovely Tuesday of things and things and things. So let's get moving and grooving. We got all kinds of new stories to cover in very little time to do so. Anyways, let's talk about this elderly woman in Brooklyn was kicked in the back. Cops in Brooklyn are on the hunt for a man who kicked an 89-year-old woman in the back as she walked on the sidewalk in Midwood, Brooklyn. Last Friday morning, neighbors say that the surveillance video of the attack is very troubling. I'm really surprised. It's it's really wild. I live in this neighborhood. That's scary. I have an elderly mother, too. It happened at 7 o'clock in the morning because people go to work. The train is right here, and it's a very busy neighborhood. 
Police has re- have released a surveillance video of the attack that took place around 7 a.m. near Avenue P and East 17th Street. The woman uh, stumbled onto the ground. She was treated for lo- by a local hospital to pain in both of her head and her body after the attacks. Cops say that the attacks looks like a 20 to a 30-year-old person um, that had actually done it. So there you go. Just some information there. Anyways, let's talk about some other things. This is going to be the most important thing that I tell you all day. If you talk to me at any point, this is the most important part that I will say. Uh, The American Foundation for Suicide Prevention, let me tell you a little bit about them. Whether you have struggled with suicide yourself or have lost a loved one, know that you're not alone. Hear about personal experiences from people in your local community whose lives have been impacted by suicide and depression. To find out more information, all you have to do is call 1-800-273-8255. That's 1-800-273-8255 or text the word TALK to 741741 or you can always go to their website at AFSP.org. That is AFSP.org to find out more information. Telling you, you never know when you might need the information. You never know when you might be able to make a difference, or it might even be something that you need to hear personally. Let's take the stigma away from this conversation because people want to put stigma on it, but there's no need to. People do struggle mentally, not sometimes, but a good chunk of the times. So, there you go. Anyways, it is currently 45 minutes past the top of the hour as we are hanging out and doing the things that we do. I think it's time to have John Smalls come back in here and give us some motivation, at least for a minute. The Motivation Minute is courtesy of InsuranceChicken.com. Today's quote has been submitted by Charles. George Adair said, Everything you've ever wanted is on the other side of fear. I agree with Mr. Adair. I had a friend ask me what it was like to start my first business. I said it reminded me of the first time I ever jumped off the high diving board. I was six. I had just recently learned to swim. The first time I ever was allowed to go to the big pool by myself, I went directly to the high dive and I climbed up. I nervously walked the plank and I dove in. After that first time, I had absolutely no fear. It was all fun. It was kind of like that when starting a business. After I dove in and figured things out, everything was great. This has been today's Motivation Minute, courtesy of InsuranceChicken.com. They're known for insurance quotes. I'm John Small. Thanks for listening. Your favorite motivational quotes can be submitted for upcoming programs at MotivationMinute.org. Your Wellness Minute is brought to you by AlessaMorgan.com. Visceral fat or VF. We hear a lot about dangers of the type of fat that surrounds internal organs. So what is this really about? Visceral fat's actual job is to neutralize pathogens, and a small amount of VF is good, but too much of it indicates there is too much inflammation. High levels of visceral fat are correlated to higher levels of cortisol, leptin, and inflammatory responses. What's interesting is that leptin indicates that your body is trying really hard to send signals to the brain to burn fat. It is a signaling hormone, and what happens is that with high levels of VF, levels of leptin increase, leptin resistance also increases, and the brain receives so many signals that it tunes out leptin entirely. This is why high levels of visceral fat are especially disruptive to both physiological and fat-burning functions. For additional resources, check out alessamorgan.com. Oops! 
What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Oh yeah, back to some real something. We're just not sure what exactly it is. That is for sure. As we are talking and moving and grooving and all of that stuff. Um, So... Should we talk about this one? This one's a pretty interesting one, so let's go from there. Texas officer shoots sword-wielding suspect. Yes, in New Bronzeville, the Texas Rangers are, investiga- are investigating after a police officer shot and wounded a man armed with a sword. Trey Thomas reports. Take a listen. It all went down early Sunday when authorities responded to a report of disturbances involving a suspicious person in New Braunfels. They say 30-year-old Jacob Brzezinski came out of a home and swung a sword at the officer who shot him. Brzezinski was hospitalized in stable condition and charged with aggravated assault of a peace officer. The officer wasn't hurt. He's been placed on administrative leave. I'm Trey Thomas. Uh, so, have you never heard of Texas? I mean, what the hell are you thinking? Swinging a sword around and thinking that, you know, you're going to get the move and the groove going on there. I mean, I don't know what the hell people are thinking nowadays when it comes to a lot of things, but I guess that's just um, some of the stuff that ends up happening. Anyway, so let's start talking about some other things. 49 minutes past the top of the hour. Let's face it, spending hour after hour on on loads of video calls is frustrating tedious way to spend a large part of your work day and after two years of zoom meetings it seems that by now a number of of workers have come up with ways of gaming the system according to a recent study by serve a survey by xl media here are some of the more popular coping mechanisms uh, for having video calls two-thirds admitted that setting that setting their laptop camera at an angle that may uh, look at them as their look at them more as domineering 56 percent of people size themselves busier than they are by leaving regular Zoom calls to attend another work meeting doesn't actually exist. About 54% say that they have regularly say something in a Zoom meeting just to look more involved. Almost 25% say that they've joined Zoom calls while um, at an exercise bike to appear um, disciplined, healthier, and dynamic. 82% say that they try to make a good impression by wearing formal office attire in their upper body while dressing casually below the waist. Well, hopefully they do have pants on because that's important. Uh, what else? Uh, one in three try to appear more committed by claiming that they will that while that, that they were ill while on the Zoom call, even though they were perfectly fine. In my experience, everyone looks sort of sick on Zoom, anyways, and I don't mean sick in a good way. So just um, just in case, um, if nothing else, um, at least I hope that you're giving giving some good ideas of some other things that you can come up with if you're not using some of these strategies. And I thought that I was gaming the system by just putting books in the background to make things look like I was smart. I mean, as you can see in our studio here, we're just full of lights. I mean, we just light up the place. We don't know what else to do. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Radio R Safety Show. Okay, a number of mainstream companies seem to be getting their their game on by offering up sexy new merchandise aimed to furry, uh, you know, the furry ones. Just in time for Valentine's, furries are an, <laughs> well... Yeah, well, furries is just a special community of members who sometimes dress up as animals at conventions who have a special uh, 
fursona. Yeah, fursona with whom they connect. At least 250,000 Americans identify as furries, and no doubt that there are some thrilled to some thrilled to be at Build-A-Bear when they're able to have the chance to go. And this was selling uh, a stuffed teddies for children since 1997. Since then, the raunchy range of After Dark Bears for adults, a promo of the, cole- uh, the collection says, who said that stuffed animals were just for kids? One teddy bear in the collection wears a Hugh Hefner-style silk robe and is pictured with lying in a shag carpet next to a red rose and two glasses of champagne as if they were about to seduce someone. BarkBox, which is usually uh, sells dog products, has gone a, a step further, creating a Bark After Dark, a range of un- unintentionally spicy dog toys, including stuffed dog toys named Murray the Furry, a human, uh, a human-like character who dresses up like a squirrel in a clad in a thong. A description of the option of a $15 toy on the company's website, Murray celebrates the dog who has also been known for a lot of ways to play as long as no one gets hurt so they don't judge, and neither do we. Play on, you dirty dogs. Okay, man, was that uh, my red face um, when she said that, or was I just asked a Furby to be a furry? I mean, I have no idea what the hell this news story is about. Um, As you can tell right away, this definitely tells us um, that we are having a slow news day. I mean, there's no other justification to the whole thing um, as we are talking. I mean, think about this for a moment. What the hell's going on inside of this world that we are talking about um, some Furbies and some furries and some other weird shit that we should never be talking about on the show and that should never happen again i mean let's just be realistic oops what did he just say we at safety fm don't always agree with viewpoints of our hosts and guests now back to real safety talk on safety fm okay so let's continue talking because apparently i need to be shot after talking about some of the stuff that i was talking about right there at least it feels that way um if not some other things should probably need to be considered um inside of the world here uh what else do we have going on do we have anything major 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 yes we do it is 53 minutes past the top of the hour of course we have some major stuff to talk about um i talked about this earlier so let's talk about it again let's talk about it again i referenced earlier about sports i referenced about what was going on and that we needed to talk about it because it was hitting the trends so multiple outlets has reported that monday afternoon the former chicago bears head coach lovey smith is expected to lead the houston Texans next season. Smith was the team's associate coach, head coach, and defensive coordinator this past season. He um, replaces David Cooley, who was fired um, by the team in mid January. So there you go. Anyways, let's talk about some things that happened back on this date. Uh, let's go far back as possible, apparently. Back in 1915, the silent film Birth of a Nation opens in Los Angeles. It was the first feature length film shown in America, and it was immediately a hit. The movie was actually called The Klansman. During the first month of the release, the story follows the history of the Civil War and the re- and the reconstruction from a very white point of view. So that was back in 1915. If you're looking for some dates to celebrate today, I got a couple of those for you. Um, today's National Boy Scouts Day, National Kite Flying Day, National Iowa Day, and Safer Internet Day. What exactly is Safer Internet Day? Is that like compared to the Unsafer Internet Day? Maybe that's something else that we can start talking about about as well anyways no winner for mega million drawing tonight's drawing will be for 31 million dollar jackpot or 21 million dollar cash payout so if you're wanting to play the game you're more than welcome on doing so that is 
for sure. Anyways, let's talk about did you know real quick. A robot has successfully performed the first abdominal surgery without a human guiding it. Um, the key, the keyhole procedure performed on a pig on John's uh, John Hopkins University is a major step towards fully autonomous operation on patients. During a surgery, the robot called Star Smart Tissue Autonomous Robot reconnected two ends of an intestine. Researchers say that Star actually performed better than real surgeons who tend to deviate more to the ideal cut line, causing more tissue damage so um that will be an interesting one it will be definitely an interesting one going forward to see what might end up taking place there because think about it if there is a twist and a move and a turn and all that kind of fun stuff how is that going to work will doctors start being replaced by robos you know robos are um seems to be um taking over for everything else so why could we not see it inside of there anyway so let's start talking real quick about some other things peloton ceo is out in layoffs announcements amid downturn there are shifting gears on peloton after the fitness company announced a corporate shakeup. Rory O'Neill reports. The co-founder and CEO of Peloton, John Foley, is out, and the exercise equipment company is cutting about 20% of its workforce, or roughly 2,800 workers. Sales are falling at the company that was once a darling of Wall Street at the start of the pandemic as gyms closed and more people worked out at home. Now rumors of a Peloton takeover are swirling. Foley will be replaced as CEO by Barry McCarthy, a former CFO at Netflix and Spotify. I'm Rory O'Neill. Okay, 57 minutes past the top of the hour. We are moving over to Radio Big here in the next few moments if you want to come out hang out and do the things that we do over there anyways if you need a random joke for today i got one for you i'm fairly certain that the guy who decided to put the first r in february was also the guy who decided how to spell wednesday uh if you need a phone starter for for today try this one what is a clear sign you've noticed uh, as you're getting older Uh, If you need something for the water cooler, try this one real quick. Question, 10% of football fans have done this in the past few weeks to get ready for the big game. What is it? Bought a new team jersey. Well, I guess that I'm on the lucky side there because I just don't give a shit about it. So I haven't bought anything, but that's just me. Anyways, you've been listening to the Rated R Safety Show exclusively on Radio Big and Safety FM. Safety FM is the home of real safety talk. We can't do what we do without you. The most important part of Safety FM in Radio Big, and that is the listener. No, seriously, that is the listener. Without you, we can't do what we do around here. That is for sure. So thank you for coming out, hanging out this morning. It's always important as you're, we're able to do so. Uh, so we will have you some more information as we're going over to Radio Big. So if you want to come and hang out, you can keep it locked here all day as well. If you want to hang out on Safety FM or on Radio Big, depending on which one you prefer to, to be on as we are doing the things in the morning. Anyways, if I can leave you with a thought for today, I would love to leave you with this one. If you think success is determined by talent, it becomes something you can't change. If you look at it as a product of hard work, well, then you can control the outcome. Think about it. You can change your life by just putting the work in. Anyways, I know who you are. You know who I am. Duh. Love you. Mean it and goodbye. 
The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.